Hey guys, my name is Andre. My name is Kelsey. And my name's Eliza. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. Young, Black, and Melanated. My name is Andre, and you're listening to episode four of Young, Black, and Melanated. Unfortunately, Eliza and Kelsey are not here to record with me today, but I have a special guest for you guys. Um, Her name is Naomi, and we will be discussing about Christianity. So before we get into the topic, I'm going to let Naomi introduce herself. Hi, guys. So my name is Naomi. Some might know me as, um, what's it called? Noemi, so yeah, I'm 17. I've been saved since July um, 2019. It's been six months. Yeah, it's been six months, almost seven. Um, I really love God. I always talk about God. Those who know me know that I'm always posting about Christ and encouraging people to give your lives to Christ. And I'm excited to talk about um, Christians. Young Christians. This is going to be really interesting, actually. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you heard it from Noemi. Young Christians, this is for you. So before we get into um, the main topic, um, let me just say this episode may give out some opinions that certain people do not believe in and certain people um, do not follow. But if you feel like you should listen to this episode, please continue on. I strongly encourage you to continue. So let's get into the topic. So my first topic that I want to talk about is like uh, how we used to go to church as kids. So a lot of us, um, we used to go to church like since we're kids and like we didn't really know what's the meaning of you know, Christianity, the walk of Christ, and everything else, and, you know, um, I've been going to church a lot since I was a kid, and then I really didn't know, like, I just went because my parents did, and I think we could all relate to that Mm -hmm. fact, because, like, you know, we don't really know Jesus, we don't really know God up until we, um, we choose to get to know him by ourselves, and as a... As Mm -hmm. young people of this generation, I feel like a lot of us are on the social media and we see a whole bunch of things and, like, most of it, it's, like, people's opinions, right? And, like, it's dangerous to be basing our um, opinions about Christ or anything else according to the social media. Like, the opinion of Christ on social media is either blasphemous or somewhat true or just completely misinterpreted. So, like, as youth... Um, as a youth that wants to discover Christ, it's really important to seek Christ over everything and seek him in the Bible and to really consecrate your time to him to find out who he is according to yourself. Exactly. I feel like a lot of young Christians have left the church because they were forced to go to church as kids, right? And they never really got a chance to experience God for themselves. But it's not until you experience God for yourself that you choose to go back to his word. I was one of those um, young people that 
stop believing in God. Well, not exactly stop believing in God. I believed in him, but I separated myself from him. Mm-hmm. I did not have a relationship with him as I do now. And because of that, there were moments in my life where um, I hung out with the wrong people. Um, I got involved with the wrong person and that person broke, like, caused a drift between me and my family and me and my friends. And it wasn't until that that person left that I broke down to tears and I asked God to take me back into his arms. And once I did that, right, Mm -hmm. I heard his voice telling me that although it is going to be hard, I'll be there with you. Mm-hmm. And I did not take it in because to me, it's like, I'm hearing the voice of God. It's not, this is not possible. This can't be happening, right? So it wasn't until then that the next day, a group of my friends came up to me and we were having a, Christ, uh, a conversation about God and stuff. And they said that they want to give themselves to Christ. And then that's how I knew it was real because those have been, those are like the people that have been in my life since elementary school. And I consider them like childhood friends at this point. And once they decided to like say, oh, I want to give my life to Christ, it just hit me right there that God sent me this people in order for me to be stronger in my faith and my relationship with him. Yeah, so like the first topic that I want to address out of you um, is drifting apart from God. So a lot of us, uh, we've all been there in a certain situation, a certain relationship, a certain group mm-hmm. of friends that did not lead us to Christ. Or, you know, after we, when you get to choose whether you want to go to church or not, usually we like choose not to, right? So we've all been there, but um, there is a God. And he wants us, he wants us to come to come to him and come close to him because the Bible is the truth. And a lot of us, I, myself, you know, when I got the choice to not go to church, I stopped. And then I got involved into the wrong relationship, wrong friendships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it took me time to realize that, um, you know, God is there and he's always been there and he wants me to get closer to him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys look at your lives and look at the times where <coughs> you could have been in deep trouble, you could have actually, you could have almost died, you could have um, been in a different place if you made this choice or if that choice actually had a long-term consequence, you realize there is a God. There is actually a God that, you know, he, um, he protects us. And when you introspect, when you introspect those kind of things, you realize that, you know, God wants you and he's protecting you for a reason. There's some of you that might, you know, feel like you guys have no purpose, you're not worthy, and, um, you know, that you shouldn't be here, but I'm just here to let you guys know that you, God loves you, God wants you, and um, he just, he's just there for us, even if we don't even deserve it. We are not worthy, but he makes us worthy Amen. of him, and so for the ones who drifted apart from Christ, give your life to him today. Or whenever, like, make sure it's not too late. Just <laughs> make sure it's not too late. Because in John 3, 3, in John 3, 3, <laughs> it says that. Let me just get it real quick. 
in John 3, 3, it's the gospel. It's the book where you, where um, the miracles of God are seen and the gospel of Jesus Christ are seen. I mean, the, the miracles of Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry. And so in John 3, 3, it says, I tell you for certain that you must be born again before you can see God's kingdom. He was talking to King Nicodemus or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's like, you know, he wants God. Uh, Jesus came on this earth to give us a ticket to heaven to go see the mighty, the Alpha and Omega, the end and the the beginning and, and the, the end. end. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But yeah, like give your life to Christ. If you ever feel lost, empty, like something's, you know, missing in your life, it's probably that Jesus is missing because, you know, he's there for us and he's like the only thing you need. You know, is the only thing you need. So for teens, you know, young adults or so on that you know drifted apart from god just know that this is a message for you to get back with him um one of the things that i think plays a big role of um separation from god and the relationship being um strained is the church the church plays a big role in its influence on young christians mm-hmm. and it's like <clears throat> if the message is not relevant to young teens, like I feel like young teens need more youth programs that helps them um, with their relationship with Christ and have topics that are relevant to teens to a teenager's life. And also, you have um, people that, like I've heard some people that have come to me and say, "Oh." Um, I no longer have a relationship with Christ because of the church. And you ask yourself, what do you mean by the church? And it's later on that they're like, oh, um, people gossip, da 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 da. But you need to understand those are the people inside the church, mm-hmm. not the church. The church is a building where um, God lives. And it's not the people that matters. It's God that matters, right? If you go to a church that have um, gossips and stuff or people condemning you or people judging you, you have gone to the wrong church. And you could, you need to separate yourself from that church because it's those people, those type of people that um, make you lose that relationship that you have with Christ. And I feel like a lot of um, people that are in the church tend to be hypocrites. And I say it and I continue to say it because <clears throat> you have people that condemn others for a sin that they could that they also commit, right? Mm-hmm. You have people saying, oh, um, the other day I just caught Sister Nay, for example, um gossiping and cussing and stuff but the next day you're here doing the same thing mm-hmm. and you're using that same mouth that you use to praise god to condemn others to commit sin against his name mm-hmm. so i think that people that are of god that are of christ should learn to uplift others yeah. instead of judging them and putting them down 
because I get that the person made a mistake or committed a sin, but at the same time, it is not you who should condemn them, right? Because yeah. you are you you yourself are a sinner. Every single day, we commit sin without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. So we should help others in a loving way. Like, say for example, hey, um, you committed this sin, da 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 da, da and you just say, um, instead of judging that person and saying, oh. Um, can't do this you can't do that you should just say to that person i'm here for you and i'm here to help you and i get that you committed a sin and talk to that person as you were talk to your friend to a family member instead of condemning that person and pushing them down that's why other people walk away from christ church hurt yeah church hurt and i feel like we should as Christians, God calls us to show his love to other people. So we yeah. should do that. It's so important. Like when, like he said, you know, people in church hurt us. But, like, church is not the people. It's God. Uh-huh. It's God. And, you know, you're not there for the people. You're there because you want you want to feel the presence of the Lord even more. You want to exactly. get to know him even more. But, you know, people's, people's mouths do hurt. It does mm-hmm. hurt. And we're not here to condemn. We are here to rebuke the exactly. sin, not the person. God says love one another through the Old Testament to the New Testament till the end. Jesus always, when Jesus came, he was like, I give you this commandment, but it's not a new commandment. But I tell you again, love one another, love thy neighbor. And it's so important to do it and i feel like because the church some churches they fail to do that some churches are highly anointed bear the fruit of the spirit which is great which is something that could attract a youngster that wants to get to know christ but for those who don't it means they're not bearing the fruit of the spirit you know fruit of the spirit is forbearance humility um self-control love patience and um like everything positive that god loves you know that's what the fruit of the spirit is and it's so important to have that and you know church here it's it's like it's not you can't blame the other well in a way you can't really blame people because realize that we are not wrestling with flesh and blood which it says in the bible we are not wrestling with flesh and blood sometimes the devil comes in church he comes in church just to pe- make people stray away so for people that you know are hypocritical who judge you forgive them there is always grace available god always and always and always forgives in 1 john 1 9 it says if we confess our sins to him he is faithful just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness so always know that grace is available and that we should be praying for people that are um that are doing these things you know we should be praying for churches that are you know in the hypocritical side you know and it's so important as christians to do that when you see someone doing something evil or wicked pray for them pray 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 because if you're doing something else i don't know you know it's not the best thing and um yeah that's really just how it is realistically speaking and like a next topic that i want to address is um you know living the life of christ which is the biggest topic living the life of christ um as a youth and like how it's to do hard 
it is hard. hard. It is really hard. So hard, Lord have mercy. <laughs> every Jesus. day there's temptation. Mercy, Jesus, there's temptation Lord, everywhere. Father God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But um, there's a lot of youngsters out there that are um, that are you know young and saved. But you know, you guys like it's it's important to understand that just because you are saved, it doesn't mean that you know um, you know like you're like not everyone that's saved is like how do i say this but like you know how you may you may be saved but you are in the lukewarm yeah because some people because god does say even people that are saved not all of us like eh, jesus not also <laughs> jesus christ i will make it but anyways, <laughs> not everyone is going to make it into heaven even if you're mm-hmm. saved god says jesus says that you cannot enter heaven without being born again yes but if you do not follow the laws, the commandments, the Bible, the lifestyle of a Christian, hell is still open to saved Christians. And as a saved Christian, as a youth, in this time, the devil is working real, real hard, y'all. He's working so hard to try to put us youth down. Like, in our generation, everybody's having sex. Everybody's having oral sex. Oh, Everyone's senior. having That's all these kind of <laughs> No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking today, okay? <laughs> Everybody is having all kinds of things, and um, it's 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 like they're doing things of the world. People believe in astrology. People believe in all these magician witches, <laughs> like new age movement. You know, the devil's really trying to come. You know, he really trying to. He's really trying it with the youth of this generation. I think generation. one of the big factors is social media. Oh, I think social media is a big influence on youth of today because it's where we get these ideas uh-huh. that these things are okay. And even if you follow those Christian pages, they don't really promote, like for yeah. example, spiritual, spiritual world. world. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Spiritual world, that is not Jesus a spiritual Christ. page. I'm sorry. I mean, you can't mix the two together, Christianity and... Um, it's lukewarm. Exactly, it's, it's lukewarm, lukewarm in itself, right? It's lukewarm. And you see that every single day because um, there's also well, the shade room as the well. The shade room. The oh, shade room, it also does, like, they have their moments where they promote Christianity. Mm-hmm. But you can't also promote, like, secular life. And a Christian life together. Those yeah. two don't mix. Like in mix. Revelations. It's like oil and water. In Revelations 3.16, it says, But since you are in lukewarm water, neither hot or cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Do you want to be spit out of God's mouth? It's probably going to hurt. Your bones, <laughs> your ribs, your spine. Like, <laughs> yo. Like, the, lukewarm, it means you're in the world, but you're in Christ. That's impossible. The devil loves lukewarm Christians. The devil loves lukewarm youth. More especially because youth is when you're growing. It's where you build your foundation of yourself. It's where you discover who you are. So when as me, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I didn't I was I didn't become who I am today very quickly. It took me time to mm-hmm. realize that I was in the lukewarm. It took me time to realize that if God came on that faithful day, I would go to hell. It took me time, and you guys need to realize that. This world, it has so many things that they condone, but God doesn't condone. If you want to know, like, what are things of this world, just look, read the Bible. And what God says is okay, know that the opposite of it is things of the world. Basically saying, just basically to put it plain, simple. And as youth of today, living as a, eh, Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> so, 
living as a youth of today, it's so hard because let's say sex, it's so rampant. A lot of youth are doing it. And, um, you know, sexual liberations, you know, having a, a lot of body counts. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all don't know about soul ties? Marine spirits, the marine kingdom. <laughs> okay. That works. That is, like, social media is, like, social media is all about it, you know? So he's so right about it. Like, on social media, they, they just promote sex. They promote having sex. You know, oh, like, if you're still a virgin in 2020, what are you doing? Like, I'm sorry. If you're a virgin, <laughs> exactly. if you're a virgin, give thanks to God, though. <laughs> give thanks to God. What? Like, don't be, don't be, <laughs> like, like, come on. Give thanks to God because honestly, you do not. Let me just tell to all those youths out there that are still virgins, I hail you. I hail you because you guys are promoting a good example. Yes, purely virgin. Stay like this. Do not want you do not want to have marriage. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions as well is um, people think we have to be perfect, right? No, we don't have. You don't have to be perfect in order to get to heaven. You have to try to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. And although it's not hard, although there's times where you will fumble, just pray for forgiveness and repent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because even the Bible says, um, because you believe in God and you are a follower of Christ mm-hmm. and you follow him and you seek him, you will get blessings. You don't have to be perfect in order to get blessings. This is why Jesus came to earth and died for our sins. Because before the Old Testament, you had to be perfect in order for you to receive blessings. And in order for you to be forgiven in um, for your sins, you had to sacrifice an animal. And that animal represents a whole year of sin. Mm-hmm. So you'll be cleansed for a whole year after you um lay that sacrifice onto god but now that god has sent jesus in the new testament to die for our sins god sent his son for um for him to cover a multitude of sins so jesus came to cover our sins for a lifetime and not for a year yeah can can we just talk about how jesus came to die for all of our sins that like that just when i think about it it's like he he died for our youthful sins, okay, guys. Yeah. Like, like it gives it, like whoa. When I think about it, I get goosebumps because he died for our youthful sins, bro. He died for murderers. He died for rapists. He died for 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 like all kinds of people. He came on this earth. God sent his son, okay? He sent his son here, and he died for all of our sins. Do you understand? He died for your sins. You felt too guilty. Well, guess what? Jesus died for that. And that is so, no like... No sin is too great in his I eyes. I know. Like, honestly, it's he died for It's never too murder. late to, like... Humble yourself before yeah, God. Yeah. Humble yourself before and God. And ask for forgiveness. Like, as a youth of today, it's just really hard to just, um, you know, live like Christ did. Because it's like... This generation, you know, we're just full of a lot of things, a lot of things. And media mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things and encourages a whole bunch of things. Even the music of today, encouraging drugs, sex, and, uh, let's, sex, let's drugs. Let's also talk about money here, right? Because Ooh. a lot of people is like, oh, 2020, I'm going to chase the bag. I'm going to chase the money. Money is not meant to be chased, guys. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's ble- it's a blessing from God. God yeah. drops the money on you. You don't have to be running after the money. Chase God so you can get the money. <laughs> Chase like, God. That's all period. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to him that you get the money. Thank you very much. Like, well said. Like, you know, when you're a youth, you need to, when you, when, if you want to live a life like Christ, you need, to, you need to set your heart to it. Because at the end of the day, God knows your heart. And don't take this lightly, because when he knows your heart, oh, you better be genuine, okay? Because, you know, I'm not going to lie, back before that, I just used to be in Christ because I was scared to go to hell. I was scared to go to hell. I didn't want to go to hell. But now it's like I'm in Christ because I choose freedom. Mm -hmm. Sin is not freeing. It is bondage there is no like jesus christ it is bondage I was, you know that song there's yes. no bondage jesus our hearts oh my god but anyways um yes so um when you live when you want to when you really want to be in christ you really need to be holy spirit led the holy spirit is a gift to us from god you need i thank god for the holy spirit okay mm-hmm. and um to hear the holy spirit to know it is the Holy Spirit, you need to read your Bible. As a young Christian, you need to surround yourself with people that are... Um, of God. Of God, yes. But, I mean, much. I feel like God takes care of that for himself. For, like, for us. Because mm-hmm. once we start speaking that God talk and everything, people that are, like, living that secular and worldly lifestyle, they just take a step yeah. back from us. Mm-hmm. And that's something we I need to address as well. Because... <clears throat> there's a lot of people that would be surrounding you as a Christian and that you'll realize later on they're not really a true friend because true friends, they'll stick with you no matter what, no matter what changes you go through, right? Mm-hmm. And once you like start changing and speaking that God talk and stuff, people will just say, hey, um... Can you stop? Da 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 da. You're ruining the like, vibe. Or just calling out on your past, you know? Yeah. Like, when someone calls out on your past, just know that is the devil. <laughs> He's trying to condemn you. But in Christ, there's no condemnation. Yeah. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Mm-hmm. There's no condemnation in Christ. Don't forget, y'all. Someone brings up your past. That is the enemy trying to set you back. <laughs> set you back to hell. Okay. <laughs> like, come on. Don't 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 mess with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um. I mean. All of us as young Christians of today have faced that moment of rejection mm-hmm. from friends. Even Jesus faced rejection from his own hometown when he came back to preach the word. But then at the same time, you also meet friends of destiny, as I call them. People that would help you elevate yourself in Christ. People that will help grow that seed that God has placed in you. Mm-hmm. And those are people that you need to surround yourself with. Yeah. People that promote Christ with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about the foundation of the friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a saved Christian, foundation is key. <coughs> the first, I just heal that ball. <laughs> um, first, there's the foundation within yourself. What is your foundation? Because as a young Christian, you believe in God. Faith, the number one thing, that's great. But do you have a prayer life? Do you have a Bible study life? And um, I think it's really it's it's really important to be in prayer and be in the Bible mm-hmm. because prayer is great. It's really great. Ask and you shall receive. Matthew seven seven. Yeah, but 
if you do not have a Bible study life, if you do not read the Bible and read it Holy Spirit led, then, you know, what about when it comes to warfare? How are you going to know that this is the devil tempting you? How are you going to know that this is God speaking to you? The Bible is there to recognize God's voice, to recognize, like, like friendships. You want to know about a friendship? Look in the Bible because the there's the foundation within yourself. If your foundation is Christ, that is what you'll attract because in the Bible it says, what you allow on this earth is what the heavens allow. What you do not allow in this earth, the heavens will not allow. Meaning that if you allow yourself to be friends with a certain type of person, let's say um, someone that is, can I say the H word? The H word? Uh, yeah, if you could say the H word. <laughs> so if, if you surround yourself with like a, a hoe, excuse my language, y'all. If you surround yourself with someone like that, the heavens will allow it because you have free will. God gives you free will. You want to be friends with her, just know that it's not of Christ. The foundation of the friendship will not be Christ-like. It will not be of holiness because, say, you guys just found, you guys have the same ex and y'all hate him. Y'all going to be friends because of that. Y'all going to be friends over hatred. Mm -hmm. And then when it's going to come to time that you healed from the hatred against your ex, she's going to get mad. Like, let's say, oh, I'm friends with a girl. We had the the guy played us, okay, and then we end up meeting each other. Like, oh, you talk you talk to him too. Oh my gosh, you know what he used to say to me? Like, he's so dumb. He's so this. the The foundation of the friendship is not godly. It's on. It's based on gossip, slander, and no matter what he did, he is still God's child. So know that you have founded your friendship on um. On what's it called? On gossip and slander. And then when it's going to come to time that you are healed, because clearly when you speak of someone like, when you speak ill of someone, then you need some healing inside yourself. You need to forgive. Mm -hmm. You know, to forgive is a, is a step into healing, right? So when you realize that, oh, I'm over him, you know, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to talk about him in this way. I want to forgive him. I want to choose life. You know, choosing life is choosing God. You know what I'm saying? And... So when you do that, the girl, when, and imagine you tell the friend, oh, you know, I don't really like talking to about him like that, you know, like, he's not that bad. Trust and believe, that girl's gonna be like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, now you're fake. Like, she's gonna act like, oh, you changed up on him. And that, that's how you realize that foundation is not of Christ. Because you guys base it off on hatred, slander, gossip about one another. No matter what he did to you, baby girl, you need to go and forgive him. No matter what she did to you, you need to go and forgive her, him, whatever. Always forgive. Because some of our friendships, let's not lie, I, I, <laughs> me too, boo. <laughs> let's not lie. We've had those friendships where it was founded on gossip hatred we didn't like the same girl we didn't like the same boy we talked to the same guy and he did us nasty some of it like we've all had that and then when it comes to a time where oh you want you really want to heal you really want to grow that person is going to be like oh so you're changing mm -hmm. up on me oh you're a fake this this that so as a christian it's important to stray away of these friendships and base your foundation in like base the friendship foundation with god that's also how toxic relationships start exactly as well. And friendships. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so it's really important because, w like Andre said, when you become in Christ, when you really put your life to him, it's like friendships will go away by themselves. The mm -hmm. friendships that weren't of Christ, the friendships that weren't in God's will, they will go. You will start realizing that these people are not meant for you. Because there's some people I strayed <coughs> away from, I didn't necessarily cut off, but strayed away from, because they're not for me. This is not, it, it's not... 
it's not hatred. It's not anything of the so and so. It's just like you know, um, I'm trying to live by God's will. So there's just some things I'm not gonna condone. There's some things I'm not gonna do. There's people I'm not gonna hang out with or be friends with because it's not gonna be godly. And like it, that's why it's so important as a young Christian because there's just people. And you also need to watch out for people that call themselves a Christian but live a life of sin. Mm-hmm. Lukewarm, okay? Lukewarm. It's it's terrible because it's like, you know, there's kid there there's some youth that um even adults, we go to church, you know, praise God. But the other day I was at the club. Yeah, that's true. Or the next day I'm gonna go to the club. That's so true. Praising God doesn't happen only on Sunday. The same people that would use their mouths to praise God are doing other things with their mouth that are not of God. Let me just say, (laughs) if you're you can praise the Lord Jesus with your mouth. But if your flesh if your flesh is not pressing him more, (laughs) if your flesh is not pressing him more, what are you doing? Faith without works is dead. It I was is. reading it the other day. Faith without works is dead, meaning that if you, like, you're, I could sing about the Lord every single day of my life, but I'm out here fornicating? Are you serious? Do, do you really think I'm going to go to heaven? No. No, because I'm just speaking. Because God knows that you need to, t- you need to walk it like you talk it. You know what I'm saying? It says it in the Bible, not the way I said it, but it says that. It says that faith without works is dead. dead so indeed. as a youth, we, you know, as a youth, we really hate people that be talking too much, but they don't do. Just like you have to, don't talk about God. Do God, okay? Do Jesus Christ. Okay. Because if you don't do it, God will spit you out. And no one wants that. You do, want, you do not want to break your spine going back down <laughs> to the earth. You're going to be like, like, Jesus Christ, no. Hell no. Like, you know, it says in um, James 4, 7, Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. So that's why as a youth, it's so important. Submit yourself to God. Let God do it his way. Give your life to him. Tell him to have it his way. And, you know, things are going to be hard, but, like, you need to be able to discern what is good and bad for you. You need to be able to discern people's fruits. You know, some people, they are rotten, okay? (laughs) Rotten, yeah? Some people, they are ripe. They are good. You know, so it's so important as a youth to just be able to discern that. And it's not easy, but it's best if you have friends in Christ as well that could help strengthen you. And we always need to watch out for those people that say that they are in Christ, but their lives say differently. Let me just tell y'all something. Ah, okay. You just took me back to something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's always, like, when you talk and promote Christ, there's always those type of people that are here saying, oh, why do you feel like you're holier than thou? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Listen, I make mistakes too. Every single day I make mistakes. I'm a human being. I'm not Jesus. I'm not God. Mm -hmm. I am a human being. I am meant to make mistakes. Yep. But as well, you need to understand that those are people that are also going to come to you to try and um, take you back to that old life that yeah. you had. Oh, Lord have mercy. <clears throat> Lord have mercy. You're just, you know, when you're new in Christ, forget the past. Forget I saw, it. Be- I saw a post that says, don't. Don't turn into a pillar of salt looking at your past and looking back at your past. And I said, mm, Father God, <laughs> that's a strong one. That's the Holy Spirit that told him that one. Because Once you are renewed, you are a new being. You're a new exactly. person. You can't be reflecting back on the acts of your past because mm-hmm. 
what matters now is the actions that you take now mm -hmm. and the stuff that you do now. Focus. Why waste time on focusing on the mm -hmm. past and the actions that you committed in the past when you could focus on the action that you can do now? Exactly. You know, let God focus on your future. You just focus on right now. Mm -hmm. It's so important. The past is the past. And, you know, thinking about the past is like the spirit of setback because, mm -hmm. honestly, the devil will try to pull you, pull you, pull you. But just like Dane says, resist the devil and he will flee. He, like, the devil is a suggester. Like, he loves to suggest. Will you? Did he really? Will you really? Does he really? Like, no. He suggests to you. And it is up to you, us as you, to, like, actually do what he wants. Because he's just going to suggest it. Because he's not that persistent. Unless if it's a strong man. Oh, Lord, have mercy now. Um, He's not. He's not persistent. So, like, if you, like, you... You in front of your ex, he real fine. He's looking real good. He's dressed up the way you like. He has the white shirt, gray sweatpants, and a nice chain on. And you just got a fresh cut. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Why are you being too accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Now, he sees you. He wants to tell you what's up. You know, he wants to tell you what's up. You know, you can say what's up. You know, you can say what's up. But, you know, you know, like he's that one ex. When you guys see each other, things go down. Now, see, that is the devil. So what are you going to do? <laughs> the devil's just there. Like He's just there. He's going to be standing there. He's looking at you. He's licking his lips. He got nice pink lips, too, and it's big, too. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, see, that is demonic. That That is temptation, okay? Let's all not lie, ladies. Um, That is temptation. And so you're just looking. You're like, mm, he looks good. But you are a safe Christian, young woman. You need to save yourself for your husband. So, of course, that's, that's where you can apply this... Um verse see the devil's right there he's tempting you because you could either go fornicate or you could turn around and save yourself girl you could turn around or save yourself so what will you do resist the devil or you know fall into sin and that's like a struggle of the of youth you know what i'm saying because some people they be real fine just be like oh lord have mercy you cannot be <laughs> you cannot be and it's just like and it's just like you have to resist the devil because if you resist him, he will not force you. The devil does not force. He just suggests people. He he is this deceiver of deceivers, yeah. the liar of liars. He's going to tell you this man is really fine. He's going to treat you right, and then he's going to treat you like what? Trash, mm. trash, garbage bin, <laughs> garbage, garbage bin. He's going to treat you like trash, like you're a dead camel. Like I'm sorry, <coughs> let's be serious. You know, just be like. The devil is really trying to take the youth. You know why he's trying to take the youth? Because we are the future of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The future of tomorrow. And uh, there's also, you know, even if... The, but, like, I thank God because there's a lot of youth giving themselves to Christ as well. So, you know, it's just Amen. really important to read the Bible. Because when you're a youth, you need to read the Bible to give yourself a foundation. Base your life off the Bible. Base your actions off the Bible because if you don't, it's like the devil's gonna be easy to catch you. Yes, you have a prayer life, but do you have a Bible life? Do you have a Bible life? And that's really important as um, a young Christian out here. We all have our struggles, but God is here. God does not condemn. In Christ, there's no condemnation. The devil condemns. So if you <coughs> ever feel condemned, that's the devil influencing your thoughts. You better not let him. Oops. There's a bunch of youth that um, think that there's a certain amount of time that you should pray in order for you to be closer or with a God. Way as yeah. Well, as well. I'm here to tell you that that is absolutely false. False, false, false. You need to find time out of your day to seek Him. Mm -hmm. Although you can be busy, mm -hmm. it's up to you to take the time 
find those little moments to yeah. get closer to him whether it is listening to gospel music or mm-hmm. praying or reading the bible and studying his word yep exactly because um honestly you know it's how our hearts are postured you know mm-hmm. god knows our heart and honestly like he knows our hearts so we can't we can't lie to him you can't cap to god okay you trying to cap to god <laughs> lord have mercy on me <laughs> like you can't do that so you know um it's your heart posture if you really want god you are gonna go for him when your busiest times you are gonna go for him say a little prayer listen to a little gospel and you know um it's a, it's also another way to get close to God. Actually, listening to gospel, I I could nineties gospel. Come on, Ooh, oh child. those are the hits. Like you know, Kirk Franklin, Yolanda Adams, yeah. Ooh, Hezekiah Walker, the Clark sisters. Like honestly, our youth of today, we really love listening to music. I mean, we have music everywhere, and so gospel could also be a way that you get closer to Him because I gospel think- also like inspires you to like it it fills your spirit and then it's like and it's like okay now i want to pray now i want to read the bible now i want to you know Mm -hmm. do things for christ that's how it is Mm -hmm. i think um one thing i learned um from listening to gospel music often is that i abandon secular music but i still listen to afro beats and 90s music but I abandon music that promotes um, sinful music. Yeah, like that promotes sex, money, um, drugs, drugs, cheating, killing, magic. misogyny. Um, but what I learned a lot <clears throat> through my walk with Christ is the importance of establishing a relationship with Him, mm-hmm. and the importance of just finding time to listen to him because we are often surrounded by noise that we don't even find time to like you know just keep quiet find a quiet space and pray and listen to him because there are moments where you could just feel god being there but in order for god to be there you have to be in a place where you're ready to accept him because honestly god he like he let he gives us free will but at the same time in the bible says that you know i could do anything but not everything is good for you right Mm -hmm. and so god he gives us free will he gives you a choice you could choose to be with him and you could choose to deny him and he 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 gonna be like do you like and when you give yourself to him it's when, like, inside of you, you're going to be able to give your time to him and consecrate your time to him like me. I got out of, like, I was saved, but um, I was in a situationship, and I don't even know what to call it or whatever. I was in one, and, like, even if I was in Christ, you know, I would slide. I, could, I, I would backslide a little mm. bit and, like, sometimes completely backslide and then almost let the devil have a field day on me. But then after, you know, when the breakup situation happened, I was really sad. And then I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I was real sad for a few days, but then I'm like, hold on a second. This happened, and it's not God's will. And that clearly it was setting me back of like it set me back a few months because when after that breakup the way the 
the way God just came and like the way I just started getting to know him more, the way I acquired knowledge so quickly was crazy because it's like this could have been me this whole time. This could have been me um, this whole time. And, you know, the devil just basically sent me back with that relationship. And, you know, I was just really flowing in the spirit and I was really getting close to God and just getting to know him. And, like, one topic I want to address is relationships as a youth in <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lord. Okay, uh, being a youth and in Christ and in a relationship. You know, it's important to be single and give your time to God because if you do not know your purpose, if you can't even recognize the voice of God, if, like, it, like you need to consecrate your time to him and a relationship, it's really going to distract you. Trust and believe. Lord have mercy. Trust and believe is going to distract you. But I also think that as long as the relationship is based off um, God, then it's a good thing, right? But the thing is, um, even if it's based off God, is it God's will? Yeah, is it God's will? And is time? it God's will? Yeah, that's also something that you have to figure out. But before you get into a relationship, I feel like it's important for you to ele- elevate yourself in Christ and God and just establish that relationship with him and know your prior uh, priorities as a Christian. Because I was in a relationship where... Um, she was depending on me to help her with her life situations. And um, one thing that I've learned from it is that it's important for you to elevate yourself and not seek other people to elevate you for you. Because once you elevate yourself, you become dependent on yourself and not of some on somebody else and that was the situation with me because she was depending on me for everything so seek god establish a relationship with him and elevate yourself with him and you'll be dependent on yourself and nobody else exactly because when you're in a relationship like not everything good is god let's Mm -hmm. just understand that not everything good is god and as a youth, sometimes you don't want to be alone. You you want to be with someone. But is that someone going to even bring you to Christ? Is that someone going to strengthen your relationship with God? Mm-hmm. You know? And so when you think about that, and if the answer is no, then you know what to do. You just have to... Chick, chick, chick. Chick, chick, chick. I'm sorry. It's true. You need to cut it. You need to cut it. Divorce it. File them papers and just... Finished, bonito. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, because it's because when because God wants you to surround yourself with people that are strengthening you, and sometimes He does something called He does something called passive something. I I learned this in a sermon. Let me just find the page. Oh Lord, have mercy. Let me find the page. Divine passive. So divine passive is when God wants something done and He restrains Himself to get involved, but He allows certain things to happen. And then up to measure, he stops it. To be honest, that's what I think he did with the situation ship that I had because he let it happen for a minute and then when he, and then he just let it be, he just let it be done so I could just really get closer to him. Yeah, same with me because um, um, it was the same with me. I was in a relationship that was toxic to the point where I thought, wow, 
is this what a relationship should be like? Hell no. Yeah, you know, is it what no, it should no, be like? No. And Hell to the no. <laughs> as well, I've gotten so used to the tox uh, this toxic that I'm here saying to myself, okay, this is what I need. This is what I deserve. Oh, hell no. And, and it wasn't until divine passing that came that I'm like, wow, through it all, God provided and he has yeah. helped me. Like, God, he sometimes, you know, to be directed, you must be rejected. And sometimes mm -hmm. relationships aren't really the thing you need right now. Because if you don't even know your identity in Christ, I do not know what you're doing <laughs> in a relationship. That's for someone out there. I'm so sorry. You love God. But, I love you know, God. What, like, the reason why you God wants us God. to be single before marriage is, like, because, you know, you need to get to know yourself. You need to love yourself. Because, you know, sometimes you don't even know that we're not healed. If you still talk about your ex, you'll be like, oh, my gosh, baby, you're better than my ex. I'm sorry? Why are you even talking uh, about uh, him? It's not. <laughs> Have you moved him? on? Because like, if you moved on, you wouldn't mention ex again. Exactly. Oh, my ex better than, um, I'm sorry, Um, you're better than my ex. I'm sorry. So I'm supposed to be flattered because you made that comparison? Hell no, you're not healed. <laughs> you are not healed. Before you get into the next relationship, you need to look into looking within yourself and be like, "Am I am I ready for this?" Mm -hmm. Because if you still find yourself doing little comparisons with your ex, he thinks he's better than your ex, or he reminds you of something, or he doing something your ex used to do, and you starting to get mad about it. I'm sorry, you need healing. healing. Heal, heal, because like. Honestly, it's important to be in Christ first. Christ is your first thing because God says Once you're with Christ, you get healing as exactly. well. Exactly. And like and it says in the Bible that whatever you choose to obey is what you worship. And sometimes, you know, you have your man and you have God, but uh, <clears throat> who are you paying more attention to? Church this Sunday. Sabbath <laughs> this Saturday. Because you know, you can say, oh, God is the center of my relationship because you're just worshiping your boyfriend. you just worshiping your boyfriend. I'm sorry. It'd it be like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, do you know your identity in Christ? Do you know your purpose? Do you know your calling? If not, why are you in a relationship? Do you think that relationship is going to figure out your calling? And as a youth, is that relationship even strengthening? You want to be closer to God, but you need to ask yourself, is that relationship, is that friendship even helping me right now? Is this something I need? Is this strengthening me? And sometimes maybe the relationship is godly. Maybe your boyfriend is godly. He's a man of God. But is it God's will? Is this the man that God wants for you? Everything good isn't God. You know, just because he's a good guy, like he never hurt me, never did dirt, did you dirty or whatever. Like, is it really what God wants for you? Because sometimes we get mad because God doesn't allow some things. But, like, to be directed, you need to be rejected. And sometimes the all the heartbreak, all the breakups, all the no's, all the rejection, later on you realize that it's all worth it. You know, there's some mm -hmm. relationships that back in the past I wanted them to work out. But today I thank the Lord for 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 all of it. I thank the Lord. Why? Because he has better in store for me. Like, all these people I lost, I, I, I used to ask God why, but now I understand. I'm like, this is what I needed. Because God, if you cannot be rejected, you cannot grow. God wants you to build up. You need to build up humility. You need to be able to be humiliated. You need to be able to be humbled so you could learn, so you could grow. You know, as a Christian, we face so much backlash. There are Christians that are being killed. Because Just of being Christian. In God. And us as a youth, you consider yourself lucky because we ain't being killed yet. But um you see, like you just need to be you just need to 
really direct yourself to God as a youth because this world ain't gonna help you. Astrology ain't gonna help you. You are not a Leo. You are not a Libra. You are not a Sagittarius. That is not Don't me. let that define who you are. I'm sorry. I don't like when people define who they are. Like, like you with, a Leo with, and your yeah. man's a Leo, so you guys are compatible. <laughs> but I'm a Christian. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then there's people that are like, oh, um, I cry a lot because I'm a Leo or a Scorpio. I'm sorry. Why are you letting that define who yeah. you are? You should know who you are enough to know that that is not. Maybe you're crying a lot because you're the weeping prophet, but you just don't know that yet. The weeping prophet was who again? Jeremiah? <coughs> Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Like, know your identity in Christ before getting into something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a friendship is okay. Like, because a friendship, you're not giving, uh, like, uh, it's not like a relationship. It's not that type of intimacy, right? And so, you know, you need to know who you give yourself to. You need to know where you put your spirit to. Because if you're pouring, pouring your spirit into a man that's not going to help you, girl, you need to get out. If you're pouring your spirit into a girl that's not going to help you, you need to get out. Point blank. You know, as a young Christian, it's so important to see what's around you. You need to see your heart posture. If your heart is postured to God, best believe that you will severe ties. You will stray away from people that are not bringing you close to God. You will be in your singleness season and embracing Christ more than ever. Mm -hmm. And you're in for his attention and consecrate your time to him. That's what I did. After I just got out of that situation, I'm like, the situation taught like the talking stage situation it is fraud. It's a scam. <laughs> I don't know why people call it situationship. It's a scam. Like, I'm sorry. Young <clears throat> young Christians. Young Christians. Young people out there. I'm sorry. If a guy wants you. Let's, let me talk for the ladies, okay? <laughs> See. If a guy wants you. If a guy wants you. If a guy wants you. Okay? If a guy wants you, he will come after you, baby. He, let no, me just no, no, make no, no, wait no. wait wait no. let me add on to this please a lot of young christians out there they're here saying oh god will bless me with a a man or god will bless me with a uh, a good christian woman and i'm just gonna wait on god because god's timing is best the bible says he who finds a good um a wife findeth a good thing who finds you don't wait and sit there and say <laughs> god provide you look and you find Seek and you friends. shall find. Exactly. You Don't know, sit there and like say ladies, God is going to bless I'm me. sorry. I was seeing this thing about shoot your shot. I'm sorry. What? <clears throat> like, young, you're a young Christian woman. You are not supposed to chase. I'm sorry. You Like, if you see in animals, the male always <laughs> chases the female. We are mammals. We are animals as well. If, if a female is chasing a man, I'm sorry. What are you doing, Mo? Obviously, you're a Christian woman. What are you doing? Like, you know, situationships, it, it, is, it is the spirit of setback. Hey, Mm. <laughs> <laughs> listen you are a young christian please i'm begging you guys please don't get into a talking stage the situation it is the spirit of setback in the works set back it will set you back imagine talking to the same guy for seven months you guys have no labels but you have sex i'm sorry oh uh, yeah excuse me <laughs> <laughs> no it's there's actually people that do that yes. Like, yes so you're not his girlfriend <laughs> you guys have no labels but you guys act like a couple let is, me just you tell you something about sex that people tend to sex is a covenant let me just you're giving yourself to somebody your body (laughs) yeah you're giving yourself to somebody and once you make that covenant it's a spiritual marriage it's a spiritual tie it's it, 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 (laughs) (laughs) it creates it creates once you are um doing the deed you're <clears throat> creating a connection with that person emotionally, and spiritually, spiritually, and physically. Spiritually. Let me just tell you. So you better make sure you are um, 
saving yourself for uh, for your husband or mm-hmm. for your wife. Save yourselves, young. Because you don't want soul ties at a young age. Soul ties, Lord have mercy. I mean, it's real. It's re- I don't soul know ties. why people are saying soul ties are not real. Soul they're real. Are real. They're in friendships. They're in just, just like they're in relationships. And like, once you the, make that emotional connection oh, and that Christ. spiritual <laughs> connection Jesus with somebody. Christ. Then you guys are tied together. Tied. Tied. Like this, the when when you have a marriage, yeah, you and your husband, you guys become one. one. When you guys have sex, one. one. When you guys make a baby, one. one. <laughs> like, are you mad? <laughs> like, if, no, young no. Christians, yeah. Me, don't have sex, please. Save yourself from Save marriage. Yourself. Do you know what sex is? <laughs> Do you know what sex is? Do you know what sex is? Please, I'm begging you all. Do you know what it is? <laughs> Imagine, you know, sex is to make a baby. So you're having sex with your boyfriend, but he's not even married to you. What if you get pregnant? What are you going to do? You know, sex is sharing. Let's look at it in the biological way. God, he is a smart man. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> God, he is a smart man. He knew what he was doing. When he says, do not fornicate. Do not have premarital sex. When Jesus said that, when God said that, when Paul, the, the apostles, the prophets said that, please take heed. Listen, hearken your ears to what Jesus says. Hearken your ears to what God says. Because when he said that, he wasn't lying. Because when you have sex, you are huh? You are sharing each other's fluids. You are sharing the man fluid, the female fluid into one. I'm sorry. Just Genetically speaking and biologically speaking, sorry. Listen, you are. This is that action is to make a baby, okay? It's to make a baby. So it's also for pleasure but why are you going to pleasure yourself with someone that hasn't even healed that has ancestral demons <laughs> in their bloodline and i'm sorry like you i said you, you need to watch out yeah, like if you ha- if you've had it if you've had it if you fornicated today if you got your your vagina or dick <laughs> sucked i'm sorry i'm oh, gonna be so graphic yeah. i'm gonna be graphic if that happens to you please seek god Seek forgiveness mm-hmm. because the Lord, He will forgive you. Be careful who you become one with. Let me exactly. just tell you. Before, mm-hmm. <laughs> some people are here having unprotected sex and giving out STIs. So if you're having sex um, unprotected, be careful who you become uh, one with. I'm you could become one with HIV. Uh, Do you want that for your life? And as a matter of fact, do you even know his favorite color? Do you know her favorite color? Her favorite food, but you want to have sex. I'm sorry. Don't don't do that. Please save and yourself for marriage. Even like if, if you did, guys, just know that the Lord will forgive you. That's what that's so amazing about him. He will forgive you. Ask God. Sexual desire is not bad, but keep that sexual desire for marriage. If you if you're a young saved Christian, you already have sex. It's okay. There's always a God. There is always repentance. There's always forgiveness. There's always God's mercy, love, and grace. Mm-hmm. There's always grace available. So just know that if you had it today, if you had it yesterday, last week, or last month. This is month, not an attack, by the way, guys. It's not We're an attack. We're here to <laughs> help it's not you. An attack. We're, I encourage you to seek God because he forgives. Whatever you did, he forgives. You had sex yesterday. You had sex this morning. It's okay. It it's not The sin is not okay. But God there's a God who forgives mm-hmm. and he will cleanse you. He will deliver you. And if you ever feel binded, like if you ever feel like you're in bondage of a certain thing, just know that there's deliverance. There is grace. God will forgive you. He will transform you as a young saved Christian. We are transformed. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are transformed. So it is so important to know that God forgives, but don't abuse his grace. Don't say, yep. I, don't say, Oh, I'm going to stop. And then you continue and you continue and continue. You know? It's important for you to 
repent and then turn away from turn the turn fully away do the 360 turn mm -hmm. away because is it 360 is circle mm. oh. <laughs> you're going back <laughs> oh no 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 sorry <laughs> do half of it 180 <laughs> do the 180 please not 360 <laughs> Do the 180, you know? Grace is available. God forgives. There is mm -hmm. a God out there. He's up there in the heavens. Lord, have mercy. He's there. The amount of time I could have died. Hey, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the amount about. of time. Hey, if it wasn't even for God. If it wasn't for God, I would be dead. Mm -mm. I would be dead. I would not I'd even be, be. I would be stuck in sin, stuck in bondage, but yeah. God. Hmm. And for youngins that, you know, out here, you know, smoky smoke, you do the smoke. You do the smoke. I used to, I smoked twice in my life. Come on. Wow. Yeah, I, I never did. knew. <laughs> yeah, I smoked weed twice in my oh, life. Oh, wow. I wasn't saved, but at the same time, like, what was I saved? No, I was not. I was not saved. And um, honestly, it never really affected me. I thank the Lord. I thank the heavens. I thank Jesus Christ. Because, mm -hmm. you know, usually sometimes we'd be making you, like, not yourself. And, like, you know, smoking weed is a sin. Drinking is a sin. And, you know, if you're ever... Drinking to the point of intoxication. Yeah, so, like, if you're ever in that sin, But if you're underage, please do not. Please, <laughs> please do not take <laughs> what I said. If you're of age, do not drink until un intoxication. Like, honestly, if you guys are... If anyone out there is doing that, just know that grace is available. God is here. Submit yourself to him, mm -hmm. and he will free you from this bondage. I there know. There is no bondage. What he said. Jesus, our hearts, bro. Because, you know, sometimes you feel like it. you can never get over it, but you can. But you can. I was never really addicted to weed. I did it twice in, like, a span of long months. And, like, I never really got under the influence, which I thank the Lord for. And so, like, um, I wasn't really about the weed smoke and buying but you know i never even drank either but you know if you if you're doing that just know that the lord could set you free mm -hmm. if you have backslidden the lord could set you free youngins we are the generation we are the generation the chosen generation the chosen the future of tomorrow and probably the generation that's we're also see the chosen lord. we are chosen by god and by the devil so you need to yeah so you know we might be i think people say that we're the generation that's gonna see um the lord <laughs> I would be happy to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so God, like if ever, anyone is in any of these type of sins that I mentioned or any other grace is available, the Lord will forgive you. The Lord is here. He is alive. He is alive. Lord have mercy. The heavens, <laughs> when the heavens will open, just, hmm, just be ready. Cause God will come like a thief in the night. Mm -hmm. I'm a thief in the night. You know, if y'all know that, song, I'm not going to sing the rest. Every single day when you wake up, it's important for you to give God thanks. Give God thanks. Because you could have died. Yeah. But you're still R. alive. R.I.P. to Kobe, man. Yes, rest in peace. Rest in and peace. And his daughter, Gianna. Oh, I pray for their family, man. You know, just tomorrow is not promised. So mm -hmm. if you wake up tomorrow, you need to thank the Lord and give him the shout and the praise. Because you have a... you. He called you on to do something. He has a purpose for your life. So this is why you're still standing. You know, if you ever feel like you're alone, suicidal, or whatever, there is a God. There's Pray a God. to Him, scream to Him, and trust me. In these type, in these kind of times, God is is He's the He's there the most in these kind of times. You know, when you cry out to the Lord, mm -hmm. oh have mercy, oh Lord have mercy. He There's will just come. that moment where you just have to fall on your knees uh -huh. and just open your arms and just cry. Yeah. So youngsters God. out here, you know. Like a lot of us have been through some things, mm -hmm. and it's 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 terrible. 
But just know that those things, they don't own you. They don't become you. There's a God, and he will form and shape you into the bestest person ever. And I must tell y'all that right now, as I am in Christ, it's been the happiest. Like, I've been the most happiest in my life because my skin is clear <laughs> by the name of Jesus and the black soap and aloe vera. <laughs> so, you know, I'm the most happiest now because I'm safe. Yeah. I'm in Christ. You know, he freed me. You know, I used to cuss a lot. There was a moment in time I used to cuss so much. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to stop cussing. I did not believe that God would help me, okay? Guilty. I did not believe that he was going to help me. Youngsters, we out here cussing, say the F, the S, the, the B, the... <laughs> <laughs> All these kind of things. Hey, Jesus Christ is Lord. I thought I wasn't going to stop cussing. But, you know, um, on one faithful day, I stopped. And I didn't even realize that I stopped until, you know, I started speaking more eloquently. With, you know, high vocabulary and, you know, customer service voice, you know. Um, you know, I, and then I was like, whoa, I, I'm not cussing no more. I used to cuss so much, I didn't even believe I was asking God to cleanse my tongue. I was reading the, the Psalms and the Proverbs, you know, like how we talked about the tongue taming it and just, you know. Yeah, it is. Pro it's Proverbs, right? It's mostly yeah. in Proverbs. It's in Proverbs and the Psalms, but mostly in Proverbs. It just talks about taming the tongue, you know, be like, be aware of what you say. Mm -hmm. And so I did not believe, but I stopped cussing on one faithful day. And I rejoice in the Lord that I'm not cussing no more. Sometimes I slip in by accident. I say the word. And so um, I instantly repent and ask for forgiveness. But, you know, we're not perfect, but we are worth it. Okay, mm -hmm. you know, so always believe that God is there. Put it into his hands. You know, we're a generation that stresses a lot, yeah. has a lot of anxiety. We overwork ourselves. But no, I think one thing that um, I found interesting about Christians is that <coughs> although like <coughs> in face of problems and situations, we learn not to worry. Mm hmm. And we put everything to God because we know and we believe that God has the ability to help us. And I think that we should all have that strong faith yeah. in believing that God could do the impossible in our lives mm -hmm. really and put is. our trust in him. Put your full trust in mm -hmm. him because some of us, like during exams... <coughs> Um, I was stressing, and then I would pray. I did not even stress. You know, I prayed. I didn't even stress. <laughs> the thing is, I would pray away the stress, and then I'd tell myself oh, I'm stressed again. So that I felt, I felt convicted by the Holy Spirit, because I'm like, at one point, I'm like, okay. So I said, no, no, no. Actually, I got convicted because um, I saw a post that said, if you pray about something and you're still thinking about it, it means that you don't believe enough that God will mm -hmm. do it for you. And then when I saw that, I'm like. Look at you, God, you sending me signs again. <laughs> hmm. So I told myself, you know, that it's it's true. Like, I prayed about, I prayed the stress away, and then I say, oh, I'm stressed. Like, girl, didn't you just pray about that? Is, is you serious? You're not serious, you I, know? Before I submitted that paper for my exams, I plead the blood of, the blood of Jesus over it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I had to like, do that. Believe God will take the stress away. He will take it all <coughs> away in Jesus' mm -hmm. name. And, like, after a while, I'm like, okay, you know, I say that I'm stressed, but I prayed about it. But this time, I'm going to pray and believe it in my heart. Because sometimes we just be praying. But, like, what's important is that you need to feel it in, a, in your heart. Yeah, it has to be you. in your mm -hmm. heart. Like, I believe that Jesus Christ will transform me. And it's a long... It, it, it's a... It's... It's a whole path, 
but it is possible. You know, God, he, he, you think God looks at the time, you think he cares if it's January 3rd, 29th, or it's um 12 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock at the night. He, he doesn't base himself off time, you know? He does not, you know? And so that's what, that's what we need to remember. Believe in him. Trust that he will do it for you. Sometimes what we pray about does not really happen at this instant, but you need to look at yourself and be like, am I ready for this? Am I ready? Imagine you pray that you get into a relationship. It don't happen. God don't let it happen. You need to look at yourself and be like, okay, am I even ready for the relationship? Are there parts in me that are still, you have like parts in me that have open wounds, parts in me that I did not heal? And so, you know, you just need to, like as young Christians, you know, sometimes we run, we grow impatient by God's time. But God, he, look, his timing, huh, you need to, if you read the Old Testament, People used to live till they were like 900 years old. And the his, God's timing back then, I would be like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Because, wow, it's it's crazy, you know? Like, um, so just, just know that God is within you. The Holy Spirit is there. Mm-hmm. And you need to trust Him. You need to trust what God is doing. You need to believe that he's going to do the best for you. Your body is a temple. It's a temple. Treat it, no, yeah. treat it like it's your flower garden. Mm-hmm. You want your flower garden to look ugly? Go fornicate. Or go do things of this world, basically. And so... Um, and I think that's a lot. a lot of young Christians tend to forget that, that your body is a Christ. I mean, a temple of Christ, sorry. A temple of Christ. <laughs> a temple of Christ. God lives temple. in you. Meaning that what you, like, if you want yourself to be healthy, you need to eat healthy, work out and stuff. You, you need to do that spiritually as well. Yep. God's yep. word is the bread of life. It's we the need real to food. We need to consume more of that. Exactly. Because, you, know, you know, it's not an easy walk. Especially when you're young and you're mm-hmm. around a lot of people that love to have their opinions out there. Let me just say, we are in a world now where worldly things and sin are promoted as or um, as okay. Yeah. And socially acceptable. It's it's not. I'm sorry. Like the things of this world, it is not of Christ. <coughs> and you know, I pray that you guys do not follow viewers, listeners. Is it viewers? It's listeners. Listeners. It's listeners. <laughs> Listeners of this podcast, I just pray that you guys don't follow things of this world. And if you are, grace is available. We've all been there before. Just Mm -hmm. seek God. Read Galatians 5 and 1 Corinthians. Just read the whole book of Corinthians, to be honest with you, because it's really going to touch you, you know? And so... Um, mm -hmm. If you guys want to know about a YouTube channel that helps you um, read the Bible... And teaches you stuff about like bi- the books of the Bible and stuff. I recommend um, watching and subscribing to the Bible Project. Mm, yeah, they help a lot. This made me remember how like you see how sometimes people like youngsters <coughs> of today. Sometimes like we don't know where to start. Like yeah. I was there before. Before I read the Bible a lot nowadays. Like either just to read the stories or just to actually study it and um see. Before I didn't know where to start. I didn't know how to read the Bible. And honestly, y'all going to be surprised, but I saw a TikTok, a Christian TikTok. <laughs> and it was talking about how you f- how you find difficulties in reading the Bible. And so you need to understand that act- the Bible is just there. 
the Bible, like, the stories are so interesting, and it really, it could transform you inside out. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of it. After you read the Bible, hey, you need to be transformed, right? <laughs> you need to be transformed. Because, like, when you, like, um, at first I didn't know where to start, and I'm like, okay, um, where do I go from here? And so that TikTok was saying, like, if you struggle with, um, where to start in the Bible, you need to look at what's around you because what we worship is what like we're more interested in. Mm-hmm. If we, we have to admit that. So if you're worshiping something else in the Bible, then imagine you're worshiping a book. You know where to go in that book, but you don't know where to go in the Bible. You need to look and say, okay, clearly I'm worshiping this certain thing and it's kind of making me stray away from the Bible. And so at one point, that, that was me. You know, I was not... My heart was impostured to the Bible. And then when I became postured to the Bible is when I discovered, okay, I'm going to just open this book and I'm going to start reading it. I'm going to open this other book and I'm going to start reading it. Because you can, even, it, like, imagine, you don't know where to start, so you choose the book of Matthew. But even if you choose the book of Matthew, is your heart postured to it? No. Is the, are you spirit-led <coughs> when you're reading it? Do you understand what's going on? And I read the book of Matthew so many times and studied it so many times and I keep on discovering new things and it's so important because you know when you read the bible don't read it like it's a book read it like it's your study uh, like it's like a little life well how do you say this um life life guide yeah mm-hmm. like your life guide use it as your life guide to show you where to go how to you know you know where to go how to walk how to talk how to talk to others, how to talk to yourself, how to pray. That's where, like, if you don't know how to pray, there's Matthew, hey, Matthew 9. Or am I mistaken? Let me go look it up. So there's Matthew, oh, yeah, it's Matthew 9. Matthew 9, guys. Matthew 6, sorry. Matthew 6, 9. Yeah, Matthew 6, 9 to 13. It shows you how to pray. That's the prayer of Jesus Christ, the first book of the New Testament. He tells us how to pray. So it's just so important as a youth to just put your time into Christ. You know, it's good. You know what's so good is that when if you become a Christian at this young age, you're going to have a great foundation as a youth and then put it into your adult life. And so, you know, put your focus onto the Lord. Commit your actions. Commit your plans to the Lord. That says it in the Proverbs. Just commit everything to him as a youth because it's so, so, so important to do that and live your life like Christ, you know, and just study the Bible. Don't only pray. Pray is amazing. It's great. It's a way to communicate to God. But pray, prayer is, is it's like, it's not enough if you do not read the Bible because the Bible guides you into how to pray. The Psalms have so many prayers that you can use, like Psalm 91, 139, 119, and like it guides you into prayer. And so when you don't know how to pray, you go into the Bible. That's what I do sometimes. I go into the Bible and I find a prayer so I could be spirit-led and just be um, guided by the Holy Spirit and Christ himself. So, um, yeah. Can you please have me now? Okay. <clears throat> That's all for today, guys. Thank you for listening to um, this episode of Young, Black, and Melanated. Hopefully, this has changed you spiritually or has at least touched you. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, you could reach out to Nay. 
how are they supposed to reach out to you? They can reach out to me on my Snapchat, on my Instagram. Can you, can you, don't I'll, you guys write this on the side? Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it on um, the podcast um, page on Instagram. If you haven't followed yet, it's YBM Podcast. Yep. And if you have any um, inquiries or any questions for us, you could also reach out to us on our email at ybmpodcast4 as number four um, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And Nay wants to say something. And um, just, you know, be blessed, everyone. Consecrate your time into the Lord. Give your lives to the Lord. And you will be set free. And I'll be a deadly guest, okay? Y'all gonna see me. Yeah, (laughs) you're about to see Nay often. So, yeah. Be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to us. And.